I was so excited to come home and, and surprise you with it, yeah. too. It was everything I could do not to tell you what was in the car. I, I wanted imagine. to tell you so bad. Like, I imagine. look what I got you. Look what I got you. I wanted to tell you I, I got you a surprise. Yeah. I didn't even do that. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to make the holidays less miserable. Yeah, that's it. Because holidays should never be miserable. No. They should be happy and joy-filled and... Less grinchy. Hallmark commercially. <laughs> that's the best way to have the holidays. Anyway, okay, here we go. How Thanksgivings have been ruined all across the country for all sorts of reasons. Fights happening between husbands and wives, people being drunk and ruining it for mm. their spouse, um, holiday stress. Extended family stuff. Extended probably family too. stuff. Um, stuff around the holidays is triggering. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's all merry and jolly and Thanksgiving y. And happy and Thanksgiving y. No, it, it sounds really kind of messed up. It sounds really stressful. stressful. And yet, two days ago, I came out of my sessions and was done for the day. And you said, Honey, come here. I need your help. Put your shoes on. Yes, yes, I did. I walk out to the car and. You open up the back of the car, and lo and behold, there's a Christmas tree Woo-hoo. all wrapped up in, in there. And I carry Humble it into the it. house, and 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 we start to prep the Christmas tree to set it up. Yep. But this is a different kind of Christmas tree than we <laughs> normally get, isn't it? Yeah, it actually is. Tell I, me, tell me your thoughts behind this Christmas tree. My thoughts behind this Christmas. This tree. Christmas tree. Well, it started out. Um, that I wanted to, I wanted to get a Christmas tree right after Thanksgiving, right? Because we're going to be gone. Yeah, we got next travels week, again. Some travels, and I knew that when I got back, I probably wasn't going to want to decorate a tree. Sure. But nobody wanted to go get a Christmas tree with me. It was a little too early, apparently. Here, I don't know what the thinking was. Yeah. And so, anyway, went out, met a friend for lunch the other day, and um, I was like, you know what? I'm out of the house. I'm going to go find a Christmas tree all on my own so it won't be stressful for anyone. They won't have to worry about. Yeah. Well, okay. So I have this tradition. I have had this tradition for what? 28,000 years. Yes. Years. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Where uh, we go look at a Christmas uh, tree farm because we like to cut our own Christmas yes. trees down. And I have to search the entire farm which could be acres and acres and acres of muddy (laughs) farmland looking for the right christmas tree that speaks to you and and connects with your heart in some sort of christmas miracle sort of way yeah it's got to be the right height and it's got to be the right shape and the right smell smell has to smell like christmas yes it has to have smell like christmas yes the right roundness and um Anyway, my husband has kindly put up with that for years and years and years. And many have, years. Yes. And and so, now okay, hold, and on, now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It isn't just one Christmas farm that we go to. <laughs> we wander we wander the first Christmas farm and then it's inevitable. No, the right tree's not here yet. So we get in the car, we drive another, another twenty one. minutes. <laughs> 
wash, rinse, and repeat. We wander around that Christmas tree farm. sometimes we end up back at the first one. After about six farms, we always end up at the first farm because there was one tree way out. And again, as always, the tree furthest, furthest from, the, from car. the car. That's the that's the right tree. Well, and 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 now we have boys, big who, hulking, strong boys who indulge me as well and do all the hauling. And but they are still when you're wandering around looking at this, they're giving me the looks like, <laughs> "Is mom okay? <laughs> well, what are we doing here, dad?" And I give them the sign that just says, "Let mom pick the tree." Right. <laughs> so that's no normal way yes, we do it. Yes, that's the normal way we do it. But that didn't happen this time. No, it didn't actually. Uh, on a whim, I decided to go pick the tree out all on my own. Yeah. I was dressed in nice clothes. Yeah. And I drove out to Timbuktu. Yep. And the first Christmas tree place that I was going to go to was closed. Because it's a Monday, but yeah. And then, yeah, but their signs all said sure. open. Fair enough. So that was kind of annoying. Yep. And then I drove to another one, which mm-hmm. was open, had a really nice conversation with this guy that was working there, but they took cash only and I didn't have enough cash yeah. to buy their highly priced Christmas trees. Yes. And anyway, um, so I was, I thought, oh, I, I just, I'm going to get a tree. And of course now, because I'm doing this by myself, I have to get a tree that I can actually do yeah. something with myself. Yeah. So I have... was willing to get something a little bit smaller, Okay. but didn't find anything. Nope. So I drove home a different way. And I know that there is a um, Christmas tree lot that supports um, youth and teens. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Teen challenge or something, something like, like that. that. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to stop by there. Yeah. So I did. And let me tell you, it's really difficult to buy a Christmas tree that's already cut because I like picking them out and cutting them down. But something just changed in me. And I got there and they asked me what I was looking for. I said, well, it has to smell good. Yeah. And it needs to be just a little bit taller than me because my husband really likes little Christmas trees and I'm going to get one for him this year. And they said, wow. They were kind of surprised that I was talking about choosing something for my husband yeah. and a Christmas tree. I said, I like to get the biggest, biggest, smelliest, largest, monster monstrous Christmas, Christmas trees because we have tall ceilings. Yes. Um, and I decided that I was going to get one that was small for you. Yeah. And here's the thing. So he told me which ones smell good and he takes me over and the Christmas tree is tied up. Yeah. Now, I like to look at a Christmas tree to see what it's going to look like yeah. to make sure there's not going to be any empty spaces or weird shapes or things like that. I want to know that it looks good. Yeah. And he's, so anyway, we go over, I said, yeah, that's about the right height. He said, do you want me to cut it open so you can see what it looks like? Cause I didn't know what kind of tree it was. I was like, sure. So he starts cutting it open. I said, you know what? Maybe you should have just left it strung up so I could be surprised when I got home. He said, oh, well here, just take a look at this one and we'll go get you one that's tied up. And I was like, okay. And then he showed me this neat little trick that when you, clip open a tree that's been tied up you pick it up he said tell your husband to do this pick it up and slam it down on the ground as hard as you can i'm thinking oh that sounds mean but he did it and the tree just opened up so beautifully i was like look at that's a perfect tree so anyway the whole story is i i did something completely different that we never ever get to do on a regular basis yeah uh, or okay, let me rephrase that: that you never ever get to do on a regular <laughs> basis. Um, but I did it with the intention of doing something this year, 
since I was already doing something different, I might as well do something different that is something that shows love towards you because it's something that you want. Yeah. And not, you don't normally get what you want for a Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, I will hands down <laughs> full heartedly admit that the Christmas tree is my thing and yeah. we usually get what I, well, we usually always get what I want. Yeah. So I came home with a Christmas tree that was tied up that I had no idea what it looked like and it was just only a little bit taller than me. Yeah. And I'm 5'5", five five, so it was probably six foot or less. Yeah, yeah. And I love our tree. It's beautiful. It is a lovely tree. It's up. It's decorated now. And I am so unbelievably thankful. I am. I, I had all sorts of warm fuzzies for you oh, when you said, I bought, I bought you a Christmas tree. It yeah. wasn't, I bought a Christmas tree. It was, I bought you a Christmas I tree. I bought a Christmas tree for you. I was so excited to come home and, and surprise you with it, yeah. too. It was everything I could do not to tell you what was in the car. I, I wanted imagine. to tell you so bad. Like, I imagine. Look what I got you. Look what I got you. I wanted to tell you I, I got you a surprise. Yeah. I didn't even do that. Yeah. It, it it goes to show that holidays can actually be what holidays are supposed to be about. Giving, thinking about other people, creating good memories. Mm-hmm. I mean, the very Hallmarky kind of um, <laughs> um, Christmas movie on TV kind of scene. If, 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 if you have the key ingredient, which is I am trying to think about the needs of somebody else. Right. I want to do something that's going to make my spouse happy and not necessarily me. I am willing to sacrifice and give up something this Christmas, one Christmas, for the happiness of my spouse. And it requires a couple things. It requires you to actually know what I like. Right. You've paid attention. You've understood me. You, We've talked about this before and you've, you've, you've remembered it. Right. It has stuck in your head. And so it's, it's now like, I'm going to go get him something that he wants so that he is happy. And you're more giddy about it than I am. Yeah. Even I'm the one who receives it because you... You genuinely, it sounds like, love doing something that is loving for me. Right. And I, for 28 years, have genuinely loved tromping around Christmas tree farms. (laughs) Well, maybe not the first couple. (laughs) Okay, for 26 years, I've loved tromping around Christmas tree farms because I know that it makes your heart happy. It's not because I like picking out Christmas trees is because I like watching you be happy. Right. And this is a skill. This is an art that you and I have practiced and developed and mastered. Right. So that the holidays and Christmas ends up being genuinely exciting and fun and connecting and giving and heartwarming. This little Christmas tree is going to come and go. It's going to be gone, but the story is going to be there forever. We're going to remember this. Right. And this is just one aspect of all of the aspects of Christmas. Gifts around the same thing, um, cooking and food and schedules and travels and all these other things. If people go into the, into the holidays asking the question, what does my spouse need so that they can be happy, so that it will be connecting, so that it will be enjoyable. Right. I read one post this morning about this lady who wanted to do a, a turkey. Um, it's the second turkey she's doing in in the in the Thanksgiving season. The first one she did for the family. The second one she's doing for a friend's giving. And she wanted to cook it her way. She wanted to make it her way that was going to be special. And her husband came in and and started tweaking it and trying trying to change the recipe. And she was so heartbroken. She was so upset. She took an Ambien and she went to bed. She just shuts down and withdraws because her husband doesn't understand. 
she wants to do something that is going to be meaningful and important to her rather than coming alongside and saying, I can't wait to see how your turkey's going to turn out. I, uh, what are you going to do to it this time? Right. It's going to be so delicious. What can I do to help? Right. How can I make this better for you? Right. That, that whole Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving event for that random couple, I have no idea who they are, but that could have been so different with one tweak of a mindset. Right. And, and so many people are missing this in their relationship. Again, we have a name for this. It's called mutual selflessness. Right. When both people in a relationship have made a commitment in their heart to say, I actually want to see what I can do to serve my spouse. I'm going to study them. I'm going to become a student of my spouse. So I know exactly what my wife likes and needs. I'm going to keep my eyes open for that so that I can now provide that for her in some way, whether it's a gift or an act of service or, or something, but I know my wife and I'm going to do some, do that thing because it's going to feed her heart in amazing ways. And when a wife does the exact same thing back to a husband, now you have this mindset of mutual selflessness. It's a secure marriage mindset. It's one of the core facets of making a relationship last and have a relationship that is genuinely secure and connecting for years right. and years and years and years and years and years and years. You try to outdo each other in serving each other. Well, and that takes paying attention to what's important to the other person. And we've talked about this before where where when you have something that you're doing or somewhere that you're going or wanting to do or things like that, where um, you figure out who's it more important to. Yes. And we do this yeah, a, lot. a lot. Like is, is going to this place really important to you? Right. Is it really important to me how we get there? Or, yeah. And um, if you can know, okay, this isn't so important to me. I don't, I, I don't care about a turkey, no. but it's really important to you. Yeah. So let's do it your way. Yeah. Um, Christmas trees are really important to me. Yeah, they are. I love, I love searching for just the right one. It brings me great joy yeah. and fun. Yeah. Plus, plus it gives me little giggles that I'm dragging yeah. you guys around <laughs> over the years. Now it does. Yeah. Picking a Christmas tree out for you isn't as important. No. There's a little importance to you. You'd, no. you'd yeah. like to have a tree that yeah. is yours. And I think that's more about, you'd like to know that I care about what you want as yes. well. It, it's probably not so much about the Christmas tree as it is about why is a little one important to you? Yeah. I look at the Christmas tree and I don't go, gee, honey, I really love this Christmas tree. I look at this Christmas tree and I go, gee, I really love you. Right. Because you were thinking about me, you know me, and you care about me. Right. And that right there makes looking at this Christmas tree this entire season heartwarming, and I get a little choked up thinking uh-uh. about it right now. It's not about the tree. It's right. about the, the meaning behind the tree. Exactly. Thank you so much. That's very kind of you. You're welcome. It was so much fun. I was so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... And I, okay, so I don't like to change states. I don't, this is part of my high sensitivity, I think, a little bit in personality. I don't like to change states. I don't like to to do things differently. I don't don't like to break traditions and going to 62 different Christmas tree lots and searching and finding the biggest one. That to me is a tradition. So not doing that is... Feels like you're missing out on something. Yes, it's disappointing to me. But this year, I don't know if it's because we've done so much travel right. and I'm so tired um, and I don't have time. Yeah. And 
I don't know. There was something fun yeah. about picking out a tree for you, yeah. doing it intentionally. Oh, I saw to, your little, your eyes are all sparkly and giddy. You were excited about getting me a tree. Yeah. It was enjoyable for you. It wasn't, you didn't do it begrudgingly. No, no. It was so much just having a surprise for you. Yeah. I, okay. So I love surprises. So that's part yeah. of it too. But yeah. yeah so um, don't expect that we're going to do this every year. No, no, no. But Of course not. But we might do it again, or I might do it again, yeah. just because it was fun. Yeah. And if something's fun, then yeah. I'm kind of into that. So, Here's the thing that I want to kind of wrap it up with. I know a lot of people are listening to this podcast, and they're going, I would give anything to have that experience. That does not sound like our home. That doesn't sound like my right. husband. That doesn't sound like my wife. My, my husband doesn't know me. He doesn't care about my needs. Uh, he is selfish. It's been a long time since he's done anything that would communicate that he, that he loves me or that he knows me in this way. And it can be, it can be discouraging and frustrating. And, and we are here. We want to communicate and tell you that it isn't actually that far out of the realm of possibility. Right. When one person in the relationship starts to adopt this mindset of, of trying to be selfless for their spouse, if, if that hasn't been in the relationship for a while, then it's going to take a while for the other person to kind of catch on uh, what's happening. But when you continue to live your life that way, we guarantee it is the best way to start changing your spouse because the other ways of either uh, ramping up and being critical and fighting and attacking or shutting down and withdrawing and stonewalling, we guarantee those never, never work. work they, right. they, they can't work. And so of all of the options you have of trying to change your marriage and make it better, this right here of, of modeling what you would like to have done for you, what you'd like to receive is the best way to actually make this happen. And it is absolutely possible. And we want you to hear that we're 28 years into this journey. We have been doing this for a long time. Right. We have enjoyed this, but that doesn't mean that you have to wait 28 years to enjoy the benefits of this. We've right. been enjoying it for years. And if you start to practice this today, this holiday season, for the first time maybe ever in your relationship, you will start to you will start to feel good inside about your marriage, even if your husband or your wife doesn't respond in the way that you want them to. Because right. you're doing what's right. You're doing the thing that is that is good and beneficial towards them. And you'll have those warm fuzzies because you know you've done something that's kind and good for this other person. We want you to know that this is actually possible in your relationship. You can actually have a good holiday. You can have a season that is genuinely uh, filled with uh, giving and and happiness joy. and connect, connection and joy and all of these things. And it can begin with you and it begins in the little things. And if we can experience it, you absolutely can experience yes. it in your relationship. And we'd love to hear about it. We'd love to know the little things you're doing for your spouse to, to connect with them, to make them happy, to bring them, to bring them a little bit of joy in their, in their marriage, in their relationship. So uh, if you want to email us, uh, Shannon at securemarriage.com or Paul at securemarriage.com. And um, we'd love to hear all, everything that's going right. Or if you happen to have one or two questions, you're welcome to send those in as well. We'll be glad to answer those. some of those as much as we can. Yep. Anyway, uh, I think that's it for today. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you later. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.